Hi everyone, I'm Lily. And I'm Anna, and welcome back to At Home with Lily and Anna, a podcast where we catch up every week from our homes in London and Brighton. This week, we're talking all things interiors, from our renovation regrets to our tips for decorating whilst renting. We have got you covered. I'm so excited for this one. I've literally been buzzing for it. I don't know why I'm really in the mood to talk about home stuff. I am too. I think this could be a long one. Like, let's do a Kirsty and Phil. Like, (laughs) let's just go for it. Totally. How have you been? You know what? At the time of recording this podcast, it's the 1st of February, which means it's Monday. And I am just so buzzing for February. I am so here that it is four weeks that start on a Monday. Oh, it's like, so satisfying. Like, it's one, guys, so we've got through January. Well done, everybody. <sighs> well done. Well done. And it's February. Sorry, the Monday thing, the four week Monday thing, very satisfying for both of our personality types. <laughs> It really is. I feel like we needed this. Yeah. I feel like we needed this. I feel motivated. I'm like, February is short. It's mm. short, right? Four weeks, we can do this. Yeah. And then it's March. And March is, I mean, I know it can still be quite wintry, but it could also be quite springy. Yeah, it's definitely going to get a little bit warmer. Can I just say my sister's birthday is in March. Like, could she be having a second lockdown birthday that is brutal I feel really bad for like March April babies I'm like oh guys that is so rough I promise next year we'll make it proper good yeah but you're right like the weather's gonna get warmer I'm feeling excited a bit more motivated like we are out of January I don't like to wish time away but January can piss right off (laughs) I so agree I agree January was rough like no one has had a good January you know everyone is over it we're over it but guys, it's gone. We need to talk about it again. No, let's we, stop. Let's, let's not talk about it anymore. January 2021. Bye. We're going to talk about good things. What yeah. have you got to share this week? Okay, I think you kind of know what I'm going to Ooh, talk about. Okay. I've got okay. a top of the box. Okay. It's a sin. <gasps> started did, watching it last night. Did you? Yes, I'm so yes, glad. Yes, I'm one episode in. One episode in. Okay, guys, it's called It's a Sin. It's on uh, Channel 4, so you can get it on Catch yeah. Up. Unless you're me and Rich, we got rid of our skybox and we got something called FreeSat, which we thought was in- amazing. It turns out they don't have all four and it was just no. an awful experience. But we have found it. We managed to watch Good. it. Totally Good. worth like the search. It's a five-part mini-series, okay? And it's based in London in the 80s and 90s. So you can imagine like the styling of everything. The music. Just, oh, it's all so, yeah, so good. So- um, it's described online as a chronicle of four friends during a decade in which everything changed, including the rise of AIDS. And it's amazing because it's like, I've never watched something that's like so fun and happy and yes. so sad and heartbreaking at the same time. Like it's yeah. a real roller coaster of emotions. It's like so easy to watch, but also so hard to watch. Yeah. That's, that's the only way I can explain it. Like, it really took me back, like reminiscing of uni days and that just feeling of being like young and carefree. And But it's also just like, if you don't really know the story of, you know, AIDS in the 80s, early 80s. I mean, it's incredible. It's it's amazing. I loved it. It's like the best thing I've watched in such a long time. Oh, I, I, I think that's such a good, like, if you, when you say that, like, I feel like that's a, that's high praise. Yeah, it's, it's praise up there indeed. with, like, I love The Serpent. It's obviously a totally different thing, but in terms yeah. of, like, quality of how good a program is. Yeah. But it's just, it's, like, Rich loved it as well. Oh, I want to watch it again. Yeah, we're one episode in, and the first episode, I mean, there are 
heartbreaking parts and hard parts to watch but on, on the whole it's quite a joyous yeah. sort of episode so I feel like I know what's coming up um in a way because everyone's like I cried I cried like I'm I'm prepared um but yeah it just also I, I love is it Ollie from years and years I think he plays Richie oh yeah I think I think he's called Ollie um but fun fact me and Mark once saw him when we were in Cope no Copenhagen no Stockholm we're in Stockholm and Mark was like, that's the guy from years and years. And he was just like, oh. stood outside a restaurant. Oh, claimed didn't, know, didn't know that was him. He's brilliant in it. They're all brilliant. Really, really good, like young up and coming actors. Um, oh my God, it's so good. I'm so glad you started oh, I'm it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to watch the rest of it. I actually have a TV one as well, but now you've said that. I know what it's going to be. I know what it's going to be. The complete other end of the scale. I just want to say that Junior Baker (laughs) is the cutest thing that I've ever watched on TV. (laughs) What's it on? BBC iPlayer? No, because it's on Channel 4 now. Oh, oh yeah. It's on Channel 4 now. I have to say, Harry Hill is the presenter and Mm. I'm like not a fan personally. It's like not for me. And he appears to irritate the children quite a lot. So it makes for quite like an awkward kind of awkward sort of presenting dynamic. Um, But the judges are Rav and Liam. Like Rav is a baker chef. And then Liam is Liam Charles, who was on it. He was on Bake Off. Oh, I love Liam. And Liam was so good on Bake Off. And he's such a good judge because he gets it like... I have to say that the heartbreaking thing is like a 10 year old being told that they're being sent home. Like once you get over the heartbreak that is watching a child on national TV, like crying and it's really, I always get a bit emotional because I'm like, I couldn't, I could not have done that as a child. Like I would not have been that cool. Like these kids really take it on the chin and I'm like, I would not, I think I'd be like uncontrollably be crying for hours. But they're really sweet with each other. They help each other out. And they like help each other finish bakes and stuff, even though it's technically cheating. Oh. And they're just really nice. They're really like sweet. And also, I literally just watched a 10-year-old make shoe pastry. I've never made shoe pastry. <laughs> I'm 31. Like their skills are incredible. It's just very cute, heartwarming TV. Like completely opposite end of the spectrum. Love but it. But very cute. Very cute. Something to watch like in your lunch break rather than... Yeah, it, or if you just need something that's completely like non-taxing on your brain. Yeah. It's just, it's very sweet and very adorable. Um, and some of them are so tiny that they have to have little platforms behind, oh behind like the little kitchen so that they can reach. <laughs> that's so cute. It's adorable. So yes, definitely adorable TV. Oh, I also it. have a show and tell this, this year, I was going to say, this week. <laughs> <laughs> For a um, yearly podcast. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? Um You've probably seen it. I think I've told okay. you about it. It's um, Grey's New Learning Tower. Oh my God, this is so cute. Yeah, so you can buy these things and they're a fortune or you can Ikea hack them. And I found this blog post, which I'll link in the show notes, um, which is like how to do it as an Ikea hack. I couldn't do it. Mark probably could. <laughs> Rich's dad did it for us. We asked him literally like so long ago before all of this like corona stuff and obviously it all got like delayed and we couldn't see each other because they're in Suffolk so he couriered it down to us which is so exciting it's basically Ikea hack where you get um a little Ikea stool and then you just build a bit of wood like above it and what it is if you guys don't know what a learning tower is it's basically so that toddlers can climb up onto it and stand like on the kitchen the same level as you and like help you cook and see what you're doing and then it's got like a bar so she won't fall back it's so, so handy. It's literally life-changing. It means that she's not like constantly pulling at my leg while I'm in the kitchen, just wanting to see what's going on. She can just climb yeah. up there. We baked together. 
It's been so good for her to like try new foods because she'll literally just like, she tried a like raw onion the other day and like like, (laughs) she was like smelling the garlic and it's just, I love it. I'm so happy with it. Oh yeah, I love like the baking that you did. Oh my gosh, you're sending me videos of you and Grey baking and it was just the cutest. Yeah. Because I remember when I was younger, that was my favorite thing to do with like my mom, my grandma was like, to bake and we had a little step stool yeah so this is like the toddler equivalent of yeah a little step stool you guys will totally want so one of these one day when you have kids like i can imagine you baking um oh it's God, just it's so cute yeah it's it's really i'm really happy with it so oh, that's been nice what about you i do have 100 percent young um we made a detroit style pizza this week we saw it on the Vice Munchies YouTube channel. Mm. And we actually have one of these. You have one of these. We were sent it by Sarah V. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. It was like an at-home pizza making kit. I hadn't heard of Detroit style pizza before, but it's basically quite a deep dish pizza. It's quite like a fluffy doughy base. Um, it's quite tomato heavy rather than like cheesy because the cheese, you sort of put more around the edges. And then the idea is that it gets like under the base a little bit and you end up with these like lacy super crispy like crispy cheese edges wow and And did i imagine it but is it square yeah i'm I'm, yeah they're kind of more in a um you do it in more of like a deep dish that apparently they used to put like car parts in and stuff um so it's kind of in like a rectangular like shape and oh my word it was so good. They're so bloody hard to get out of the pan. That is the one thing that we like haven't mastered because obviously all like the cheese and stuff like goes down uh, the side. What about like, if you ma- do the, your, you know, when you make your lemon drizzle, you do that thing with the baking paper where it kind of folds over the edges and then you can just lift Ooh, it out. I hadn't thought of doing that. Maybe you could do it with baking paper. Yeah, maybe I'll I don't know if that. it needs air underneath or not, but try that. Maybe, maybe I'll give that a go. Also, Mark made it and he didn't like butter the sides. And I remember when we made it before, we buttered the sides. And that definitely certainly helped. Um, but we made it with pepperoni. So it was, it was normal like, you know, cheese and tomato sauce. Pepperoni, jalapenos. I ate jalapenos. Oh, nice. Like pickledy jalapenos. Um, a bit of parmesan, like mm. over the top. And then a drizzle of honey. Oh my God, this sounds really good. It was so, it was so good. It was so, so good. It was massive. It made a huge portion. I will link the recipe in the show notes. Um, and, it, and the dough was very easy to make as well. So it I'm was really glad amazing. you didn't um, opt for a cheeseless, <laughs> a cheeseless pizza. pizza. You kind of can't with this because the cheese, but the cheese is crispy. I'd say the cheese is like more crispy and golden and mm, like toasty. So I really enjoy oh it. Oh my God, I'm starving. You've just, that is, sounds so good. I'm so hungry now. <laughs> I'm so hungry now. But yeah, we'll put all of these things we've mentioned in the show notes. And uh, yeah, let's, let's chat about some interiors. Guys, I'm not going to lie. We've tried to record this bit two times already. There have been technical difficulties. There has been our like really, really loud bell going off. Your doorbell so you know is so loud. It's so loud. We, I mean, we could never include it in an episode because I feel like it would just, it would cause <laughs> extreme emotions and like feelings of scaredness because it is so bloody loud. But we're finally here. And Chloe asked a brilliant question. You are so many questions in the group. It was really, really hard to pick. But here we go. Chloe's question was... Interiors trends that you fell for, hook, line, and sinker. Remember those two years where it was all about copper, everything. And any interiors trends that you love but wouldn't personally do? God, do you remember when copper and like rose gold? I don't, do you know, rose I don't gold. think I actually fell for that one. I think I've I remember always, thinking, 
Not sure. I've loved gold. That's the thing. I've always yeah. been like gold over like a rose gold or a copper, but I, I, I definitely, there were, must have been a few things. I was trying really hard to like think back of old trends. I bet you've got some really good ones. I think it's hard as well because we didn't have our own places like back in the day. Like yeah. any interior trends would have just been more like accessories and bedrooms. But yeah. I'm trying to like things, think, things I loved that I would have had that I now definitely wouldn't. It was probably things like shabby chic. I used to think like shabby oh. chic was really cool. Like we like painted and then distressed and like now yes. I'm really not a shabby chic type person. Yes, I've got when we first bought, so we first bought our flat in 2015. So before that we moved, we were in London from about 2013, but that was a furnished rented place. I mean, when you hear like furnished, you think of now, you think of like, oh, a really nice modern you know, lovely furniture. No, no, no. This was like <laughs> really jumbled together, broken <laughs> furniture. Like it was definitely not chic. So we didn't have any of our own furniture until we moved back in 2015. And I would just say the trend that kind of we fell into, and we still own a lot of these things now. Um, everything was very gray, 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 lots of gray, gray kitchen, gray sofa, gray headboard, <laughs> yeah. gray sofa bed. Yeah, the same. Um, and I would definitely, now I would probably pick things that felt a bit warmer. Yeah. And also like, I don't mind our gray sofa bed, for example, I still really like, but because it's more of a, a lighter, paler gray, it's that really dark, yeah. granity kind of gray of our like I really don't like our sofa anymore personally I mean it's done us good for five years and I'm sure it'll go to a good home eventually but it just feels too dark yeah we had exactly the same we had a sofa we had a dark gray headboard yeah it's just it's, it's, it was very safe yeah exactly it's very safe um, it's good for stains I guess yeah more recent trends that I've like totally fallen for is the textured furniture apparently it's like a 2009 oh, so yes. textured furniture was like Oh, wait, well, 2019 was velvet. Definitely felt for yes. that. Got velvet yeah. sofa. And then 2020, apparently the big trend was like deep pile textured furniture. Definitely yeah. fallen for that as well. I still kind of like that though. Yeah, me too. I like that. I did also write um, just a lot of gold things, like random cubes. I can't even, I can't even like really say what they were, but you know what I mean? Just like things just yeah. gold things like like a knick-knacky oh a gold vase or a gold cube and it's like now if I have a knick-knack I'd rather it be like personal to us in some way yeah interesting um I wouldn't do that again yeah I've got some more like recent trends as well because I oh, don't yeah. think I really read the question I was like I don't think it has to be like nostalgic it's just interior no. trends that you fell for rattan have to say definitely oh, fell yes. for the rattan trend yeah, but then didn't like something grow something for you? Yes, that was weird. Yes, yes. that was horrible. Yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, I can't even remember that. Oh, well, it was like um, wood mites. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. <laughs> you like opened it up and it was like being eaten. <laughs> the thing about rattan is so funny because like my parents have like a rattan wardrobe from like back in the day. Like, and it's all come back into fashion. I find yeah. that so funny with interiors. Um, also the statement vase. Love a statement oh, vase. I love a statement vase. Yeah, definitely fell for that trend. <laughs> what about stuff you love but you wouldn't do? Oh, there was just like one thing I could think of for this, and I was just like, absolutely, like I would love, I would love, 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 love to do this. And to be fair, I'm not. I wouldn't say like never say never with mm. this. Everything's um, never say never. Yeah, because I'm like, if it if it could work in our kitchen, I 100 percent would do this. But like, I love a gray polished concrete floor. Literally top of my list. No. Concrete floor. <laughs> no. 
I, I mean, I it looks it. great, and I know so love many people it. have it. But like, all I see is like child falls over, smashes head on a concrete floor. <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> impractical. Do you know what I mean? It looks great, but like, it's just so it's cold, and you knock your head. Like, it's just for kids. I just think it's so impractical. See, you think of the practical like kid thing, whereas I've written like. I think of it more, I think it would look better in like a more modern home or like a modern extension. I'm like, I don't know if that would look right in, like we're not planning on extending our kitchen or anything. I don't, I don't yeah. know if it would look right kind of in that setup yeah. with the rest of our home. Like, But that's why we did know. it as a, a behind the backsplash. Yes. We did micro concrete there because we wanted an element of it. But yeah. for me, just having it on the floor is just like not good with kids. I mean, you could get the um, underfloor heating and stuff. Like, I yeah. think it works really well for that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those things that I love. And when I go through all of my saved, you know, pins or Instagrams or whatever, everywhere has a gold polish. Yeah. A gold, a gray polished concrete floor. But yeah. Oh my God, how funny. I'm like, yeah, the gray. trend that I fell for yeah. is gray. <laughs> but what I really love is a gray polish. But you can get different shades of it. And there are some yeah. like warmer gray polish. Yeah. Have you got anything else? Um, yes, I've put, and again, never say never, like I could probably have elements of this, but for me, the paneling, it's, yes. I find it so bizarre that there's this huge trend of paneling everything. Because to me, it's like paneling is an original feature that is beautiful in homes that already have it. And I yeah. understand maybe putting an element of that back into a house that has lost its original features, but it's it's the overdone paneling that I can't, I can't, I'm not into it. <laughs> this is like an unpopular opinion all over. Yeah, <laughs> I just feel like it's a bit, it's a bit forced. Like if a house doesn't suit it, it sometimes I just think it's too much. Yeah. If you, you don't live in a massive double fronted Georgian property, then paneling probably isn't like <laughs> totally suitable for that property. I think there's an element of it. And I think a bit is nice. And I love like doing coving and skirting boards and all of that, but the the intense paneling, but I, I put it in love, but wouldn't do because like, it does look nice in photos and stuff and certain elements, but I, for me, I it's like just- it. I, I get it. I totally yeah. get where you're coming from. I, I like it in like smaller rooms. Like I think it's nice. Yeah. And, like a co- I think it can make a room feel like quite nice and cozy. Yeah. Um. We actually had paneling kind of, I don't know, it was about two thirds up the wall yeah. in our flat, in our hallway. We don't think that was original. Like we think yeah. that that was put in maybe when it was, it was a house that was converted into flats. So we don't think it was original. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't realize that like, we we bought it and we were like, I guess we'll kind of keep this. And then it ended up being this like huge trend. Like five yeah. years later, we were like, oh God, people like actually just put this in for fun now. It was, it's such, it was nice. It's, it's such a love-hate thing for me because I'll look at a photo and I'll save it and I'll love it. But then yeah. I just like don't think I would do it myself. And I'm not sure what it is. It's something in me that's saying like, don't do it. You know what? Shall I give you like a practical reason not to have paneling? It's like, you know how... You know how your, oh, what's it called? What's it called? The thing skirting the board? Yeah. You know how your skirting board gets so dusty? Yeah. It's like that times a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> like it gives so many ridges. Like yeah. I used to hate, 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 hate cleaning the flat and cleaning the paneling because literally you're like, you do the top bit and then you do all the inside bits. Like it, it is actually quite That's a pain to like know. clean and dust. So yeah. just giving you a practical, yeah. like, you know. And then my final love but wouldn't do is wallpaper. Always looks great and cool in photos, but like what a pain when you want to replace it and get rid of it. And like taking wallpaper <laughs> off is such a pain. Painting over wallpaper is just the worst. So I don't know if I would do it because I'd be worried that I'd go off it in a few years time. See, I really wanted to wallpaper our office in the old place with that like um, kind of 60s style. 
oh, I can't remember like what the print was, but like that palm leaf kind of yeah. look. And I do think I'm like, oh, I think if we did it, I would still like that now. But we're, we're just a bit burnt by wallpaper because yeah. we tend to live in like older properties and they have like lining paper on the walls. Yeah. You don't want to paint over it. So you end up having to rip it off and then replaster the room. And it's just like a whole, it's yeah. that whole fact. It's like the practicality of it. Like completely get that. Yeah. There you go. Okay, the next question is from Amy, who says, my regret is our main bathroom. When we built our house, we thought that it was so lovely to have a freestanding bath. Fast forward to having a one and a half year old who throws everything behind it and he's (laughs) determined to get himself behind the bath too. And I have visions of calling the fire brigade every morning. Also, I didn't realize how much storage a family would need and how much space these tiny humans take up. So we thought this would be a good one to comment on. Yeah, Lily, as as it will, you have old like slightly older than a one and a half year old how would you feel about having a freestanding bath yeah I mean that's why we didn't have one as well like and I remember being like oh I'd love one like in our bathroom we've got space for it we even had one in the like when we moved in there was one in there but yeah yeah, it's just a practical decision of like I didn't want her to climb behind it I didn't want her to splashing like she splashes so much in the bath (laughs) it would have gone all the way on the floor behind it like I just think sometimes you have to remember it's a home and it's not like an Instagram page yeah so freestanding path definitely but then like you can't help but make mistakes like and that is something I really want to reiterate in this episode like this is our first like renovation and like we've made loads of mistakes and it's going to happen like my dad is like 70 and he's still renovating properties and like probably still making mistakes like it's just one of those things um we really thought about every element like we didn't put the taps in the center of the bath because our friend has that and their kids like knock their head on the tap all the time so we were like we'll put the tap at the end um but we put the plug hole in the middle of the bath we didn't even the bath just came with a plug in the middle we didn't even think about it and every night she sits on it and it drains and the water drains (laughs) and it kills me it's our worst worst bathroom regret ever you just can't think about everything um and what else like there's so many things um she talked about storage yeah I think things like open shelving look so nice on Instagram, but it's so messy. The reality yeah. is it's so messy and really you just want to have cupboards to put things away. Yeah. Um, things with kids like sharp corners, something you didn't think about before having kids, I guess. Um, and then something I talked about on my Instagram the other day, TV in a bedroom. Yeah. Like, in, like you think like, oh, I don't want a TV in the bedroom or it looks ugly on the wall. But in reality, like it's the only way to have a lion. see I love that see you give the like you know you have a one and a half year old plus so you're like okay this is the practical thing whereas I'm just like it's always the cleaning for me it's always the cleaning for me I'm like cleaning around the back of that bath like bathrooms get a real interesting kind of gross dust like it's a very like different kind of dust that's really gross and for me I'd just be like oh cleaning behind that I'm not sure I could be bothered yeah totally there you go Victoria asks who decides the renovations in your couples? Do you have the same taste and agree really easily? Or is it more a question of compromise? And also a related question from Catherine who asked, any arguments about color choices when decorating current or past flats? Convinced everyone must see color differently based on the heated debates on this subject. That's I thought so that was funny. really funny. Oh, that was really funny. How, what's, what's the deal with you, Lily? Is it you? Is it Rich? Is it the two of you? Who makes, who makes these decisions? If anything... I think most people struggle with their like partners being too opinionated and not being able to agree. If anything, we struggle on the fact that Rich like barely, rarely, I mean, <laughs> has an opinion, which is like good for some things because I guess he'll let me like 
have a pink bedroom and like is quite he's so chilled but sometimes it's really annoying because then all the decisions fall on me and I found that really yeah. hard with the house like please just have an opinion and then he'll like randomly have an opinion about things but yeah most of it kind of falls on me um he will like if I want his like opinion on something he will give it but it's le- it's definitely led by me yeah um and so that's quite a big responsibility actually and any like regrets that we did I guess it's all my fault and I, I would like him to have that way yeah I'd like him to have a bit more opinion because then it's like a joint decision and if it's the wrong one then it's both of our faults so like yeah I just found it really overwhelming when renovating like making every decision and like we did our bathroom with big gray tiles because I wanted it to have a concrete effect but the grout we used was the wrong color so it doesn't have a concrete effect it now just looks like we've got lots of gray tiles on the wall <laughs> and it's like that was all my faults because I picked it do you know what I mean so yeah I would have liked him to have more of an opinion. See, this is so funny because Mark has all the opinions and I'm like, why can't you be more like Rich? <laughs> <laughs> they need Rich to meet is, somewhere in the middle. Yeah, Rich is just very like, yeah, sure, Lily, you paint this room, whatever you want. I think we've got, we've definitely got areas of the house and the flat that maybe one of us felt like more strongly about than the other. Like Mark is so into the garden here. Like he reads books about it and he's like, how do you feel about iron like iron raised beds for the veg patch and I'm just like yeah that sounds fine (laughs) like I don't really have like major opinions about the garden but then I spend more time in our like little gym room that's got our like peloton in and I was thinking yesterday I need to make myself more motivated to come into this room so maybe there's a few changes I could make up here like I'm going to get some candles I'm going to change the wall lights because I don't like the wall lights in there like it needs a new mirror and he's just like, oh, can you just like show me what you order before you order it? But he's not super bothered by it. So yeah. I feel like we're kind of a bit more in the middle. And then there's rooms like our kitchen, <laughs> for example, that we both have really strong opinions over. But then when we look at, we tend to find it best to, you can focus really on the little things. And we are focusing more on the little things like black taps or chrome taps. Or, you know, focusing on the real, real de- details, you can find that you have really contrasting opinions and then I look at his Pinterest board compared to my Pinterest board or like my Instagram saves compared to his Instagram saves and they look the same Mm. and so it's like I feel like we have really similar tastes and when we sort of zoom out you're like oh we want the same look so let's like focus on those things rather than focusing on like really tiny things that we disagree on. Would you say you're more into aesthetic and Mark's more into the practicality? absolutely I've that's good that's the good that's good because then he'll always ground you and you'll meet somewhere in the middle which will have yeah. something that looks good and works well i yeah. wish rich would just take charge of something like i'm desperate <laughs> to do our garden we're not going to do it for years because i can't i haven't got the t- like i would love for him to just like do it it's, but, but it's hard won't. if you haven't got the passion like the passion for it like mark literally is obsessed like he's got binoculars so he can look at the birds in the garden and I like, like walk in and he's just like staring at the garden like it's it's his passion like and gardens take a lot of time they're quite like labor intensive yeah um yeah I have written in my notes I feel like Mark helps me steer clear of the trends he has more of a classic taste and also when we did up our flat that was really really handy because we knew it wouldn't be long till we sold it we knew it was always kind of more an investment thing rather than, oh, we're going to live here forever and we want it to be perfect for us. And there are still things that the owners that moved in like want to change. You know, they thought that the um, the grey tiles that we used in our bathroom, for example, were too dark and they want to like retile it. And it's like, okay, that's fine. Like that is your house now. That's cool. 
Um, but we wanted our flat to appeal to people who would pay that extra because it felt done um, and it felt finished. And Mark was really good at, at kind of balancing that of like making it look done, appealing to the like the biggest amount of people whilst also trying to keep the cost down. Mm. Um, so I think he's he does like rein me in. So I think that's pretty good. That is good. Um, Danielle asks, there were loads of questions about Hague Blue, Lily. Like, this is not just the one question about Hague Blue. That's so funny. Or just like the navy blue colour in general. And Danielle asks, I love Lily's navy blue kitchen. Trendy but neutral. But I do feel like it's a big interior design trend right now. And I worry that it will fade. Lily, do you feel like it's a timeless design or are you willing to redecorate to fit with incoming design trends? So funny, it's just trendy but neutral. I would not have called it a neutral. Would you not? But it's not like a green or... I don't know. Okay, here's the deal. We painted our lounge in Hague Blue. Absolutely no regrets. It's such a brilliant colour for north-facing rooms. A dark room uh, should be painted dark and it brings out the best in it. And I went for Hague Blue because it's got that really nice green undertone. It's not just like a flat dark blue. Yeah. We painted our kitchen in the same colour because I loved the colour. And I'd fallen in love with Erica Davies' kitchen, which is dark blue. (sighs) So nice. I don't know if I would do it the same colour again. Mm. But the beauty of a wooden kitchen wooden painted kitchen is that's the whole point you can always repaint so I don't have regrets because I know that it's something that's very easy to change um I'm not worried about the like trendiness of it I think if you do certain things in a kitchen like we have shaker style wooden doors which although is not necessarily my favorite style of kitchen it goes with the house and the period of the house and it will always be a classic design and that's that's that was a I think a really good decision of ours um, but I reckon we would repaint and actually we're thinking, cause you know, one of our biggest kitchen regrets is not having a double fridge. Yeah. So I think if we were to change it to a double fridge, single larder, we would probably repaint at the same time. And I don't think I'd do anything drastic. I think I would just go a bit darker. So mm. it's not so blue because especially like in photos and stuff, it comes out really blue. And I think I would just go take it like a bit darker. So it's like. More like a blacky blue. More like a railings type thing or something. Yeah. yeah. So not a massive regret, but just one of those things. It's more lighting. It's a south facing room. So it shows up much bluer than our lounge does. Yeah. Also decisions like worktops. I think quartz, like a marbly quartz will always be in style. Um, so that's more of like a permanent decision. Whereas yeah. I reckon the micro concrete on the splashback was a bit more of like a, a risk, but it's one that we love. So. But this is the thing, when you talk about it, you've kind of balanced out all those things, right? Yeah. So the micro concrete, okay, that might be something that in 10 years time you want to tile over or something like yeah. that. But then the worktops are a classic. They're really hard wearing. We really fudged that up. Like our worktops looked terrible when we sold our flat. They were bamboo and they just weren't like, I would never, ever, ever do a wooden worktop ever again. Yeah. The wooden worktops here are destroyed. Like yeah. they're really, really bad. So you went for a very classic, very long lasting worktop. And then you went for a door that you could repaint. Like, exactly. Yeah. I think it's kind exactly. of thinking it What all. can you change? Yeah, you could repaint yeah. them, but the style is classic. And then like the stools are probably a bit trendy, but you can change a stool. Yeah. So that's kind of exactly how I, how that's how I thought of every decision. I love that. Um, Louise asked, do you ever listen to the Great Indoors podcast? Taking inspo from them, my question would be, what are your design crimes, e.g. trends you hate? Mine would be live, laugh, love, wool, decals. Sorry. <laughs> 
This was actually an unpopular opinion that came up a lot when we did our unpopular opinion podcast. We didn't bring it up. We didn't use it because we were worried we'd offend people. We didn't use it. We cut it out. We were just like, oh God, this is like a bit too like on the nose. But I agree. I agree. I agree. I do agree. Um, Not even just live, laugh, love, just like words. Home is where the heart is. But I do, you know what? I kind of have to like caveat this with, I love a fluorescent sign. I was just about to say, does my like love will keep no. us alive thing? No, I love like a fluorescent sign, your sign, Megan Ellaby's signs, I think look very, very cool. But it's like, if it was painted or like a decal on the wall, I'd feel very differently about it. Yeah. And it's also what you write, like to be ages, think of it because I think it can't be live, laugh, love. Um, also great indoors podcast. Haven't heard of that. Want to listen. Oh my gosh, Lily, you'd love it. It's got Sophie Robinson and Kate Watson-Smith, who is mad about the house. Oh my God, I love them. There okay, you go. I need to listen to it. Yeah, right. definitely have to add this to your list. Like if you're into interiors, oh my word, you will love this podcast. Okay, I feel like we have no authority to talk about design crimes. And also, I don't believe in a design crime because I think it's personal preference. Like I've yeah. definitely done things that people are horrified at, but yeah. everyone has a different taste. But we can still talk about the things that we're just like, not for me. I have one major thing that I'm just like, I have to caveat this with like, you know, I mean, we've already told, we've already can tell from this, like I think about like cleaning and like dirtiness and like, oh God, I just like hate the cleaning of that. But mirrored furniture, how, Mm. how? Like fingerprints immediately, fingerprints open in a drawer. Fingerprints just opening, it would drive me insane. It would drive me insane. And it's it's just one of those things I am never gonna be into. Very interesting. Something I don't like, but I mean, I'm sure someone could challenge this and I'd be like, oh, actually, yeah, that does look good there. But when tiles meet wood with no threshold, people often do it in like open plan kitchens where the kitchen's tiled and then suddenly it's wood. I I know what you mean. I don't like it. I don't know what it is. It makes me feel funny. Something about it. You want some kind of... I just, I mean, I I would rather just do the whole thing wood or the whole thing tiled. But if you had to have separate, yeah, I'd rather just... No, I don't know. I just don't like it. Sorry. Um, And then also, you're gone. Oh, no, you go. I was just going to say when everything's grey, although I feel like I did that a bit with my bathroom when we mentioned that earlier. But I mean like when a lounge is like grey carpet, grey sofa, grey walls, grey painting, grey. It again makes me feel like nervous. It's it's like a nervous thing. I I feel like with the flooring thing, that's the kind of thing that a flooring specialist, an expert who really knows what they're talking about, would be horrified by that too. Because it's it's like you would want something to put down, like a beading. I can't explain like what it is. You want like some kind of metal. But it's very trendy to have like like hexagon tiles in the kitchen, and then it then it turns into wood. Like I know a lot of people that have it. Is they not? Some people love it. No, no, it's quite clever probably how they do it. But I don't know. It's not for me. There you go. Those were our design crimes. Like, like, is that all you had? Mirrored furniture. I just really hate it so much. I feel very strongly about it that I couldn't think of anything. You're being polite. She's being polite, guys. She doesn't want to offend anyone. Come on. (laughs) No, Laura asked. Yeah, whatever, whatever. (laughs) Laura asked, what is something that was expensive that you regret buying? And what did you cut costs on that you now regret? So you're going to think more flat? Wise, well, really we haven't. Yeah, we haven't really bought anything for the house. This is the thing we haven't bought any. Like, I bought a mirror. I bought a couple of mirrors, but we haven't bought any major furniture. So this is definitely like for the flat. I'm like casting my mind back. Um, our sofa. So this is the grey sofa I was talking about earlier. It was from Hills. Um, it was so expensive originally because it, it's like the largest size they do. Like our, thankfully, our front room here is pretty much like 
almost to the centimeter, the same size of our old lounge. Thank God, because otherwise we would end up with this massive sofa that we couldn't like put anywhere. So we had to get a big sofa because the room was big and it was originally like thousands of pounds. It was so expensive. We really like pushed the budget for this, but we ended up getting so much money off of it in the end um, because there was loads of delays with manufacture. It was it was like 16 weeks late. It was like so, so, so late. We didn't have a sofa for like months because there were so many delays, but we kept complaining about it and we got so much money off of it. It was like literally 50% off by the time it arrived, which was great. Um, so although it was originally super expensive, we actually got it for a really good price. Um, but it's just big and bulky and like dark and gray and heavy. And although it's comfortable, it's called the slouch sofa in case anyone actually does like it. Um, oh, I just feel like it was really expensive and I, I, I don't want to keep buying sofas. That feels like a really stupid, unsustainable thing to do. Mm. And so I think next time I would really, really think about the sofa and the color and, Sure, you want something that doesn't sharp stains, but also you just it doesn't necessarily need to be dark, dark grey. It's hard those sofas, because we also we we really thought about it and we're not like massively happy with our sofa because like your your taste changes, your requirements change, and and also it's really hard to test sofas and yeah. just with samples and oh my god, we had to our sofa wouldn't fit through our front door or our front window. So we had to like take it through the neighbor's house. I feel like we can never get our sofa out again. So I'm really like stuck with <laughs> it's this terrible. Stuck. But yeah, it's really, I think sofas is just a big commitment. I think a lot of people struggle with sofas. What Would you say that's your regret or have you got? No, one? no. I've got quite a few because we did so much work. There's always going to be like some regrets, nothing like major. When, when I look back on our spreadsheet and like our costs, I think we could have spent less on the kitchen. I love our kitchen, but I think I just fell in love with the company we use. They're really lovely, like small family, beautiful handmade, like oak kitchens. But like, I don't know, in your thirties, in your first house, do you need to spend a fortune on a beautiful bespoke oak kitchen? Like, I, I feel like we could have done better research and like there are other companies that are more affordable that Maybe we couldn't have had everything exactly as we wanted. We couldn't have like the perfect cutlery drawer because a lot of them don't do that. But I think we just could have done a bit more research and spent less on the kitchen. Like when I look yeah. at our costs, I'm like, I think we spent a bit too much there. Um, our back windows and doors, I love the way they look. But again, like when we did that, not many companies were doing um, aluminium yet. And I'm not happy with the ones we have. They haven't worn well. Um, and now there are so many other companies that do it better yeah um also just weird things like architects we didn't invest in an architect we just got an architect to do like a rough drawing for us because i thought this is just comes down to inexperience i thought architects were like when you have super fancy and you like put in new staircases and you add new rooms and you knock down walls and we're not doing any of that yeah (laughs) Yeah. so i was like we don't need an architect that's so fancy and actually i think we probably could have like got an architect to just help us a little bit I don't yeah. now, I, look, I've spoken to one since and I actually don't think there's much we could have done differently, but I just think it would have been a sensible thing to do at the time. Yeah. And then the final thing is just lighting. Like it's so hard when you come to a building site and you can't picture what the rooms are going to be. And you just go, do you know what? Let's just put spotlights there. But actually like Gray's room is so small. The spotlights don't work. It's too much. So I wish I'd put like a center light in there. But I just, yeah. it's, it completely comes down to inexperience. And now I've learned and from my next property, I'll know. Is there anything that you cut costs on that you now regret? Um, 
it's not really cut costs. I guess the Windows thing kind of comes into that. Uh, I don't think so. Not that I can think of. Not off the top of my head. Because our one was cutting costs on the bathroom in our old flat. Yeah. And so that was the final, that was like the final piece of the puzzle. We were like, cool, we're going to, it was the hallway, like our hall stairs and landing and the bathroom. Our bathroom was actually split into two. It had like a toilet in one little room. And then like next door to that, it had a sink and a bath in like a bigger kind of, well, slightly bigger bathroom. Um, And we basically just used kind of our builder guy really, who sort of, he was a plasterer really by trade, like more of a general kind of handyman. And he was like, yeah, sure, I'll do your bathroom. But he wasn't a specialized plumber or a bathroom fitter. And he did an amazing job in the hallway. And we definitely got ourselves like a really good price because he did our hallway, he did our bathroom and he did it all really click quickly and really well. But Mark ended up redoing a lot of stuff in there in terms of like how things were like plumbed in. Um, and so, yeah, that would be something I would definitely think about if we were to do that again, I would like get a proper bathroom yeah. to like put that in. Cause then we ended up having to like redo things and that yeah. was a bit wasteful, but it was, it was such a good price at the time. And it was the final piece of our pie. We we're like, right, we're going to get the bathroom done and we're going to put our flat on the market and we're moving out of it. Like we're done. And then that didn't happen and we didn't sell our flat for another two years. So <laughs> like that was a whole thing but yeah i would definitely have used a specialized tradesperson for that that's a good one you've just reminded me actually i have thought of one um because i actually think we instead of things cutting costs i think we actually overspent which is also an issue um but i think the thing we cut costs on that i really really regret i can't believe i forgot this and i've mentioned it before it's the grout after like getting such beautiful kitchen stuff um the kitchen bathroom stuff upstairs and downstairs we just got our grout from like Mm, should I mention the company? I don't know. Tops Tiles. Right, yeah. Like, I love their tiles, but we just like were like, yeah, grout, grout's grout. And they show you little samples of what it looks like. The grout dried completely different colors. So, oh. and I'm really gutted because it's really annoying. So upstairs, the grout is way too light. I wanted it to be the same color as the tiles. And then downstairs on the pink tiles, it was meant to be like really dark and it's a light gray. And it's so that, so after all the effort of getting beautiful bathrooms, the finishing thing isn't right. And that really frustrated me. So guys get expensive grout because it makes a difference. And then the other thing, which you will understand is our windows. We have a single yes. glaze, old yes. moldy windows, which need redoing. And I regret not doing it at the time. It was so expensive. We just didn't feel like a priority. And now it's like, well, if we do it now, we'll have to redecorate. And it's so daunting. Now we have a kid and I regret not doing that at the time. Okay, Chloe asks, space-saving hacks. Though you're both in pretty sizable homes now, you both have experience living in small flats. What space-saving hacks did you discover from those smaller homes? Plus, Anna, how did you survive in lockdown with no garden? Currently have none and neither do our local friends, which sucks when socialising is limited to outdoors only. Okay, Just so you know, even if you have a garden, you can't socialise in it if you haven't got side access. Yeah, (laughs) no socialising in my garden. Currently under national lockdown, like there's no real socialising aside from one other household exercising outside. Um, (laughs) Anyway, putting the ironboard behind your sofa. You just find it's like all these little things. You're like, okay, cool. Ironboard behind a sofa. Oh my gosh, if, if you have a shit cupboard, like a cupboard... I look back actually and our our flat in London was the smallest place that we lived in, but actually had a decent amount of storage. It had built-in cupboards, like built-in wardrobes, which went all the way to the ceiling. So we actually had quite a lot of space there. And there was a like a shit cupboard that had our washing machine in, but had loads of, like again, like a cupboard that went all the way up to the ceiling. Oh my god, we didn't have any storage in our flat. Do you remember we had no wardrobe? 
Or you, any washing machine was in the kitchen. We had nothing. Yeah, your first flat was like for storage. Just tiny. Yeah, yeah. Not cool. But we were actually quite lucky with our London flat. Like a shit cupboard is everything. Built-in storage is great. Um, making use of space under the bed. Oh, we'll get a bed word. that lifts up. That's what we've got. We've yes. got a whole, a whole bed lifts up, and it's like massive amount of storage. Yeah, and it's just any sort of space, like behind furniture, behind doors. So we had yeah. a door, to, the door to our living room. We always kept open. That's where we hid our Hoover. <laughs> yeah, like there's, there's just all of these spots. You'd be like, oh, I don't want to put it stuff behind my doors, and it's like you don't have a choice. Like. That's where it lives. Do you have yeah. any more to add to that? We still have to do, I know it sounds ridiculous because we're in a house, but we still have to kind of do things like this. Like our clothes horse, we hang it on the back of the door to my office. There's nowhere else yeah. for it to go. So you get one of those things that hangs over the door. Under the sofa, yep. Yeah, a bed that lifts up is a really good one. Built-in cupboards, just wherever you can. Like yeah. if you're not if you're not renting and you can do that, like above the toilet, build, build in a cupboard around the boiler so you get a few extra shelves. Like, my friends, when they had a really, really small home, they ha- they just had all these tiny little cupboards that they got their builder to build in everywhere, which were really good. I've put decant. I don't know if you saw my like tip on um, Gray's puzzles, but like putting yes. things in smaller folders, so good for getting more storage space. Um, and shelves within shelves I've put. Do you know what I mean? You use these in kitchens. Yes. Where they're like a shelf and it gives you extra space. Yeah. Just, I love all the iDesign stuff for like adding more extra storage space. Amazon and yeah, go on Amazon and search iDesign. Like yeah, iPhone. the holding company, John Lewis, they all do them. It's, yeah, there's some serious, seriously good ones there. And also with the whole like socializing, not having a garden. Um, yeah, we we struggled in lockdown. We had a first floor flat, so no access to a garden. Um, I would I would like open up the windows. We had a really nice like west facing like front room. And I would just open up the windows and I'd put my chair there and I'd scooch it forward and just like lay in the sun and pretend that I was like outside. Um, also, it's very different over the winter months. Um, and obviously this is something that you can't do now anyway. Um, but we sometimes had dinner with our friends. I'll put like dinner in like inverted commas there, um, which basically meant that we all went and got fish and chips. And then we ate it at the local park because we were in the same yeah. boat as you. Like our friends didn't have God, like don't have gardens either. Um, so yeah, we just got fish and chips and then like put our little blankets down in the park and felt like we were eating dinner together. We did that quite a few times and it was really, really nice. Um, but yeah, if you don't have outside space, lockdown really sucks. Maddie asks, when you were renting, did you try and make it your own? Painting walls, pictures, shelves on the walls, etc. I feel like renting leaves me in a weird limbo of not wanting to risk my deposit, but also not wanting to live with 50 shades of magnolia. Oh, Maddie, I feel you. So our first London flat that we were in for almost three years, we rented. And as I mentioned, it was it had furniture in already. Um, I was terrified. Oh my God, I was so We'd never rented anywhere before. Well, I guess we'd rented our uni houses, but that feels very different. And I feel like the expectations of having students living in your house, you expect there's going to be a bit of wear and tear. Um, We were terrified. And just the whole process of like references and paying your deposit, like all of these things, it feels like really quite scary because ours was all done through an agency, which meant we didn't really like know who our landlord was. And it sort of just puts like, the fear in you, I have to say. I was very, very scared. There was actually a dead plant when we moved in. It was just this dead, crusty old plant. And we were so scared to get rid of that. We were <laughs> like, we like emailed, we're like, hello, 
um, please, can we get rid of this dead plant? Like, it's really dead. Like, we're happy to send photos. Like, I mean, <laughs> it was a dead, crusty plant. Like, why could That's we not so get rid funny. of it? It was really big as well. Um, and so, yeah, like, I totally, totally feel you, Maddie. But I have to recommend Grillo Designs on yep. Instagram. <gasps> Medina, she's brilliant. Incredible. Medina is so good. She has a book um, and she just has so many tips, advice for DIYing, like really making a rented property feel like home, feel like yours, but without like compromising your deposit. She has talked about the fact that she has a really good relationship with her landlord who lets her do a lot. So obviously check first, but she's just got so many great solutions for like non-permanent decor you know whether it's like stickers on the wall that makes it look like wallpaper and just so many things I would never have thought of like you can even make an entrance where it look like you've got it tiled with like uh, vinyl stickers and stuff so that's it's really good she just has all of these recommendations that yeah like you said that you didn't even know were a thing you're like oh my god that's a thing that's like so helpful and I wish I wish I knew of her page when we were renting because I think we always felt it always felt very temporary. It didn't really feel like home. It didn't feel cozy. Yeah, which is um, horrible. Yeah, and I, I wish we'd been brave enough just to, you know, I'm sure if we'd asked to paint the walls white, it would have been allowed, you know? Often, I think if you're making the property better, then they'll be up for it. Yeah. The guy before had smoked, so, like, it was <laughs> it was interesting, to say the least. Um, Heather asks, Lily, you've mentioned before about your grey carpets upstairs not being very Instagram, but that they're practical. I agree. Are there any other things in your homes that you'd say aren't on trend, but you choose to do or will choose to do for practical reasons? Yeah, carpets definitely. I mean, the color I chose is wrong. I'd definitely do a different color, but I think carpets in general are not very Instagram. Everyone has wooden floors, but wooden floors are cold and they get dirty and they're not nice for kids to crawl around. So yeah, each to their own. But I just like, I don't know, I had carpet in my house growing up, so I wanted it. Underfloor heating, this sounds weird, but what I mean by that is like trendy radiators are really cool, but oh, we don't yes. have any radiators downstairs. So, and actually it's a really practical decision because it, where there's a radiator, that means you can't have any storage there. It's like taking yeah. up wall space. So underfloor heating is just one of those practical, very practical decisions and I'm really happy we made it and then also like built-in cupboards they're actually don't look great they're not instagrammable like people love just like really beautiful furniture it's definitely in trend now just to have like a sideboard but again like you get more space from built-in cupboards it's more of a kind of money it it feels more sensible to me to spend it on that yeah so we have a lot of built-in cupboards um and then full-length shutters we have shutters on the bottom of our windows and the top and I see interior people all the time talk about how you should just have them on the bottom to let more light in but like actually if we didn't have them on the top we live in like terraced housing it's quite a tight little road like people would just be able to kind of see into our lounge it just didn't feel very like private so yeah yeah I have shutters all the way up (laughs) like there's just a few decisions like that that I see often people talk about on Instagram and I'm like yeah but not in real life (laughs) yeah sometimes you just don't want your neighbors to like watch you watching the tv in the nude you know (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) What about you? I would say living in, well, it's not, the thing is, is our house is not temporary. It's not temporary, but living in this kind of limbo where we're living in a house that someone else has decorated that we haven't had the chance to decorate yet. Um, Someone commented the other day and called it boring. They said they're getting bored of the backgrounds in my vlogs. (laughs) Oh my God, are you actually joking? (laughs) But I think there's a real expectation that people have online um, that people move in and decorate right away and it looks perfect for photos and Instagram and it's just this like perfect Instagram house. Yeah. We can't afford to do that. Like we busted our balls for this house. We like 
emptied the purse you know what I mean like and we need to we need to take a bit of time to save and, and do also this is the thing it's the boring stuff it's boring stuff it's the outside of our home it's render it's windows it's the roof and people are like oh but it doesn't look that bad it's like I haven't shown you <laughs> you know like it's, but it's in that isn't good condition the fact that you can film and work like we had purple swivelly wallpaper yes. red yellow it was like do you remember our bedroom had like half carpet, half not? It was like disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So we're really lucky. This house is so beyond livable. We really saw yeah. some places that were not like, we were like, maybe we'll have to live with my parents for a couple of years. Whilst we, you know what I mean? Like we've, yeah. we're so, so, so lucky, but it is that kind of, it's obviously not done exactly how we want it. And it's going to be years. Like there is no point in us repainting a room if the damp is going to creep back in in a few months time because we haven't rendered the outside or we haven't fixed the drains or all these various super, super boring tasks that we have to do. Um, so I feel like it not being very done isn't very on trend, but also that's just real life. Like yeah. that just is real life. There you go. So I feel like part of the reason why people think you like move in and do it straight away, because we only lived it for three months until <sighs> we did ours, but it's a different situation. You're in your forever home. You have, you can take your time and it's important yeah. to do it all, right? Yeah, exactly. We're in no rush. I'm not going to like rush stuff just for a YouTube video, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm sorry that's boring. <laughs> Yasmin, I love Yasmin's uh, question here. Hi, Lily and Anna. I'm moving into my new home this week. Yeah, Love that. Uh, what are your top tips for making your home feel homely straight away and any tips on how to prioritize what changes in the home to do first? We want to reno everything, but budget and time obviously doesn't allow. I love the podcast and I've had it on whilst packing. Oh, good I luck. love that. Congratulations, Yasmin. I think, I think you'll be surprised at how much just your furniture makes something feel like your home as soon as Absolutely. you put all your furniture in. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because you were just saying like, there's no point repainting if we're going to do... I think it depends how bad it is. Like we had yes. this like red and yellow wallpaper and I was like, I just, there's some things I can handle and there's some things I can't. So we just painted over all the white wallpaper white. We knew yeah. that we were going to do it up in a few months time, but it wasn't a big deal to get cheap white paint. And that yeah. did just make a big difference just to like neutralize everything and just add all your nice bits and your candles and your smells and give it a really, get industrial cleaners before you move in. Makes such a difference. Absolutely. Yeah, we a hundred percent did that. And that was like money well spent. Yeah. What Absolutely. else do you think makes it home feel homey? Number one, congratulations. It's very, very yeah. exciting. Hopefully we can be there and you can listen as you're unpacking. Is it yeah. packing this time? Um, I would say try and get at least one room unpacked. No boxes. You don't want to see any boxes in just one room. I'd suggest your bedroom, maybe your living room where you watch TV, just so you can order a pizza and be comfy and feel chill or when you're getting ready for bed, you know, like mm. there are certain rooms that, you know, are going to take a while to unpack, or maybe you have a corner of a room that you're like, this is just where our boxes live right now. You won't be able to get through every single box on the first day. That's fine. It might take months. That's completely cool, but you definitely need spaces in your home that are box free. So you can just feel chill and calm. I'd also say like living your home for a bit, especially when it comes to more expensive rooms, like a bathroom and a kitchen, like give yourself some time to see how you live in those rooms and your kind of flow in those rooms so you can make the right design choices. They're expensive mistakes to make. Like for example, our kitchen, the minute that you walk in on the right-hand side, that's where the dishwasher is. And if you have the dishwasher flapped open, it means you basically trip over <laughs> the dishwasher when you're going to the hob, when you're going to the sink. And it's like a terrible place for a dishwasher. It's like, we would never have put that there, but we wouldn't have known that if we didn't live here for a bit and, you know, like work out a flow around that room. 
Um, and I'd say like rooms like a bedroom or an office or a front room are a little bit cheaper to renovate, like with lots of things that you can do yourself to keep the cost down. Like an office might just be repainting. Maybe it needs like a pendant light added or something. And that's a room mm. completely renovated and done. Like it, there's definitely rooms that are cheaper. And if you're looking to kind of keep costs down, there's also a lot of stuff that you, you can do yourself. I, I really, really wish I could remember the name of this YouTube channel. I felt so inspired. This girl just um, put up this video and it was like two years of renovating our old Victorian home. They had done everything themselves. And it was so, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like this is making me want to do all these things. So like have a little look online. Like there's definitely things that you might not have thought that you could do that you can do, but just take your time with it. And and congratulations and good luck. This is so exciting. So exciting. When me and Rich watched Grand Designs, we're like, oh my God, these huge houses people are getting for like, the prices are insane. But then we're like, they do everything themselves. Like we could never, we could never, they literally like get the concrete and like pour it themselves. Like I think you're either that kind of person or you're not. Oh, see, I just watched Grand Designs and I'm just like, wow. I just love, oh God, what's the guy called? How am I forgetting? Kevin. (laughs) Kevin. I just like love Kevin so much. And then me and Mark are just like one day. Like one day, maybe when we're old. I That's just, what we say. We couldn't, we couldn't, we don't have the experience. Do you reckon you could actually build your own house like that? I think Mark could. He's very like, he's, he does the research, you know, like he, yeah. he does the research. He used to be a project manager. Like I think wow. he'd actually be quite good with stuff like that. Amazing. But then here's the me. space. I can't even like pick a wall light at the moment for <laughs> the like cycling spot. So, you know, <laughs> let's not get too excited. <laughs> there you go that is all of our well i feel quite designed advice out do you yeah that was a long one but i love talking about homey stuff so i hope you guys enjoyed it too me too thank you so much for listening and don't forget to rate review subscribe on apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use and also join the facebook group it's great it's good fun it's where we get all of our questions from um and you guys are just so lovely and helpful on there so sending your questions for upcoming episodes on the page yeah i'm gonna head over there now i always go there after we record and like yeah, have a little look what's going what's on what's going on exactly you can follow us on instagram as well if you'd like i'm at lily pebbles and anna is at the anna edit and thank you to our producer and editor joel grove tune in next thursday for a new episode we'll speak to you then bye bye